Entitled Dad demands we pay for his food. What he did next was unforgivable. Instead of eating the food, he ate my butt. <laughs> then he asked for dessert. But well, we won't tell you what kind. I won't tell him, Riley. <laughs> that's why you can't sign me. Extra cream. All right, that's it. I, I promise, Riley. That's Extra all. Extra drizzle. Extra glaze. Delish. Glaze. Oh, I forgot. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Thought you were out of the woods, kid. We're dragging you back. Dragging that little sphincter deep into the pines. Gonna bury you in the ground. Booty up. Wild bears will come patrol and eat out your ass. Because it'll be the only thing that'll be exposed to the elements. That is descriptive. <laughs> Oh, all right, boys, let's read the story. This mostly involves me, 33 non-binary, my wife, 36 female, a former friend of mine, Aaron, 43 female, and his son, Ethan. There's so much tea in that already, like a former friend. Dude, we're already getting tea and it's the first sentence. It's about to go down. These are set across a six or seven year period and I have way too many, but consider this the greatest hits. Shortly after my mom kicked me out at the age of 17, the day after Christmas, don't worry, she'll have her own post eventually. After crashing with my best friend's family, I moved into my first place. It was an absolute slum, but was only $200 a month, utilities included. Dude. I mean, how much of a slum we talking? Like, are we talking like a literal slum? Dude, I wasn't there very long, but in that time, I had a couple of roommates, but eventually my girlfriend, now wife, moved in. Congrats, OP. By chance, we met an old friend of mine who had moved away at the grocery. We catch up, and after a few pretty solid days of hanging out, he introduces us to his friend group. One of these people is Aaron. Aaron was a decade older than us, but he was a big gamer, loved Dungeons and Dragons, comics, fantasy novels, Star Wars, anime a decade older dude that's probably what jack feels about us it's like oh yeah i have these friends that are a decade older than me but they're pretty cool we have this friend who's like a youtuber and he's like 19 super super smart but we're just ancient dude ancient we're ancient compared to him we have to accept our place in the circle of life as deceased at this point yep and aaron was basically the older brother of that friend group who are a bunch of 20 something nerds my wife and i hit it off with him really well despite my description of him he was a pretty charismatic guy well after hanging out for a few weeks he'd mentioned that he was the super of the building that we lived in. He was, in fact, not the super of the building. And his parents owned the place. That was true. He let us know that the apartment across the hall from him was opening up soon, and we jumped at the opportunity to get out of the hellhole we lived in. The $200 hellhole? The $200 one. Damn, great price, though. Yeah, right? <laughs> I really want to know what that looks like. Same, same. About a month later, we ended up as neighbors. Things started out fine for the most part. Aaron was recently divorced, and his son, Ethan, who was one at the time, lived with him full time. In the beginning, he worked at the local KFC and he got free rent from his parents. Pretty nice. All he needed to pay was utilities. Well, for whatever reason, I honestly can't recall, he was let go from KFC. From that point on, Aaron would not have a job for the next four years. Damn. Chronically jobless out here. Damn. It's not like he was looking for, like, something crazy. He was working at KFC. Like, there's a lot of jobs like working at KFC that are out. And so it's not like that's, like, a job that's rare. That's true. Right? There should be something for our man out there. Unless 
Because he just sucks at making that chicken. Or he's too loyal. He's like, Long John Silver's Taco Bell? Get out of my face. No, no, no. Never. Never. Mm -mm. Now, I'm not going to disparage anyone for not having a job. It happened to me. However, Aaron at the time was more than capable of working. He just didn't. Instead, he played a lot of games, especially MMOs. Yeah. So it's like RuneScape, like World of Warcraft, those kind of things. Especially massively multiplayer online games like RuneScape, that kind of thing. I love RuneScape. Love it. He was always hitting up his other friends for cash and gifts. However, this got to the point where people would stop playing with him altogether, which makes perfect sense. During this time, he'd often hit me and my wife up for money and gifts as well. On top of that, anytime we'd head to the grocery store, he'd hand us gift cards and things and expect us to bring him food too. Wait, he would give you gift cards? That sounds sketchy. That sounds like some dark net shit. Bro, you've heard of like the gift card scams and shit where it's like... Pick up a gift card, put in my name, give right. me a card. I don't know. That sounds sketchy. If he's paying in gift cards, there's some sketchy shit going on. And getting other people to buy things for. Like, bro, this ain't DoorDash. Like, Because gift cards are like kind of untraceable. Right. It's like basically cash almost. Literally every time we go to get groceries, he does this. I live in a very walkable city and don't drive. So we'd be carrying back food for this guy and his kid. Anytime we didn't, he'd throw a huge tantrum. The dad, not the son to be specific. And talk about how we were taking food out of his son's mouth or punishing him for being a parent. Now, because my wife and I are child free, he'd say we didn't understand because we hated children. We don't hate kids, mind you. And little Ethan was basically like a nephew to us. Every once in a while, he'd also convince some of our driving mutual friends to take him on grocery runs. But those only happened maybe two or three times per friend because they wouldn't put up with him like he would. This guy doesn't have a car. Yeah. Doesn't have a wallet, only has hundreds of gift cards, and this emaciated child goes to the grocery store with RuneScape in game currency trying to buy loaves of bread. I'll buy you three loaves of bread for this wood. I will trade you this emerald sword for a carton of eggs. <laughs> Darn inflation. I need a platinum sword these days. Oh my God. Now, this would all come to a head when he tried to guilt trip some of our friends, streamers, on a stream at 1 a.m. for not dropping everything to drive across town, pick him up, and buy him dinner. This is three days after they bought him a $300 gaming chair because his fat butt broke his old one. Why are they paying for his lifestyle? Dude, these friends need to stop enabling him. He's a monster. This is like my friends that are like Twitch streamers. This is like, like that are like girls. This is what like it sounds like e-girl treatment where it's like, can you please like buy me my rent? And they'll do it, dude. Yeah. She has a shopping list and like her, she calls them her simps. will just buy the stuff on her shopping list and like she'll give them a shout out. We need simps. Dude. Yeah. Where are our simps? Come on, man. Where are our simps? <laughs> Why can't you buy stuff off our Amazon shopping list? <laughs> yeah. I want a new ice maker. Come on. Uh, all of that and driving across town to build it for him too. They built the chair too. This man. This man has gotten too much. When I say his fat butt, I really mean it too. He was pushing 500 pounds. Now, I am pretty heavy set myself. A lot of my friends and family are. I completely get it. However, one of the things he did was constantly eat out. 
Hopefully the food. You would eat really big meals at buffets or order multiple pizzas. Is this like Nico Avocado or something? Oh yeah, fuck. He said he liked cooking, but he basically never did. This did not help his weight and very much did not help his budget. During this time and later when he finally got his new but short-lived job, he was always asking my wife to watch Ethan while he went out to who knows where. We're talking five to ten hours at a time, sometimes for days on end. She saw Ethan more than Aaron did. Like literally they are watching his child more than he is watching his own child for free. For sure. There's no way. He's wow. Wow. I have a feeling that his life has got like, maybe he got like divorced or his wife died. His health plummeted. And like, these are all old friends from his previous life where he was like taking care of himself. He's treating his friends like the buffet that he loves chow down on. We were there for diaper changes, baths, potty training, meals, all of it. My wife basically raised him all of this without pay other than him occasionally buying us some food. Because his divorce was insanely bad, his wife tricked him into having Ethan by lying about birth control, stole his car, crashed it, resulting in him losing his car, having his license revoked, and then cheating on him with his best friend and running away with the best friend. Okay, yeah, yep. Dude has been through it. He was super depressed all the time. His place was always torn up as well. The grossest place I've ever seen, and he'd convinced my wife and me to clean it for him. Once again, using his son as a guilt trip. Somewhere along the line, he let Ethan whiz all over the floor and spill juice and stuff. So his carpet floor was always covered in mildew. Oh, oh goodness. The bathroom was a wreck as well, covered in human waste, grime, and more. There was toys and trash everywhere. Both he and his son slept on a mattress on the floor as well because they had to get rid of their bed frame. Why? Why, you may ask? Because of the bed bugs. Wait, bed frames and the bed bugs? Bed bugs and the bed frame? Yeah, couldn't they? Aren't they in the mattress? I think so. I was thinking, like, maybe he's like too big and like would oh, kill right. the ba bed frame. The bed bugs plagued our building for years, but he wouldn't report them to his parents because they'd kick him out if he or we did. Dude, man is going through it. He had a washer and a dryer provided by his parents, unlike the rest of the units in the building. Where's his parents? Dude, that is a great question. Like, if they can help with the rent, maybe there's, I mean, of all the people mentioned, the parents, I think, should be lending a hand the most here. Uh, the dryer broke about two years after we moved in, and he wouldn't report it to his parents for the same reason. This meant that he and his son wore wrinkled, mildewed clothes all the time. It got to the point where he convinced my wife to take their clothes whenever she went to the laundromat, and of course, she was paying. I mean, this guy's depressed. This is yeah. all, like, this is all signals of depression. I mean, he's massively percent. depressed. He's not taking care of himself. It does not sound like he is in a position to take care of his kid. It honestly does. Like, I don't think at all. Somewhere along the line, he had gotten bitten by a spider on his leg, which he nearly had to remove. This was apparently a combination of him not going to the ER soon enough and something about his diabetes. Luckily, after making all of these plans with us to take care of him throughout his recovery, his leg was intact. However, he would then go on to use his quote unquote rotten leg, his words, to milk more sympathy out of everyone around him. Dude. 
Dude, come on. Now, thankfully, his dad, who also owned some local car washes, ended up hiring him to be a car washer to bring in a bit of money here and there. Dude, the parents have got to hire him. I'm so like, or I don't know, like it seems like they have the means. Like, I mean, that's what they're trying to do, right? I think so. Hire him here and there. I'm like, yeah, I don't hire know. Him full time if he owns a car wash. Like, have him do like accounting or, you know, keep booking. I don't know, something. Now, don't get me wrong. His parents were abusive a holes. I get it. Okay, well, there's some context. But right after working there one year, he got into a huge fight with his dad about being late all the time and he quit. At that point, his dad also started charging rent. Oh, man. Because of this whole debacle, we started making big meals for both households to keep his food costs down, all while still providing free grocery pickups, childcare, laundry service, cleaning, etc. Honestly, real a real quick pause. I'm I'm almost like should OP and their wife like adopt Ethan. I mean, they're already taking care of him. Like they're already saying. I I feel like they're they're kind of just put with his like responsibility. It's a it's 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 an even more thing to like take him full on. But I I I am worried for Ethan. Like I 100%. you know he probably needs probably need to call CPS. But it's like always like with CPS, it's like are you actually getting your kid into a better? Yeah. That I would love to know anyone who's been through the child like protective service system or foster system. Like like it sounds like. Uh, this guy is like super neglectful. Yeah. But like, would the kid be actually better off in foster care? I wonder. I'm very curious. Let us know in the comments if you have any context or know about that. By this time, Ethan was in school as well. So my wife would walk him to and from school before taking care of him in the evening. We also started giving them $500 a month to help him get back on his feet with the promise he would start looking for a job. Man, they're really doing it. They're really helping him out. Right out of the gate, he said he wouldn't do anything that had him on his feet because of his rotting leg. Fair, I guess. But he also wouldn't work a temp job or at a call center. Also, because of not driving, it had to be within walking distance, but not too far because of the weight and his leg. Oh my God, the man has so many requests. So the only jobs he could take were online, which, okay, yes. So instead of looking for data entry or something, he decided he would be a streamer. F me. Okay. <laughs> You can make money as a streamer. Yeah. As a podcaster. Yep. But it takes years. Dude. It takes years of making no money. And you have to be like, you have to be dedicated. Yes. It's an investment. Yep. Especially streaming. Like streamers go so hard, especially on the come up. I would imagine like eight hours a day at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's intense. Dude. And then this guy really won't ever leave his house. That is, <laughs> I don't know if that's the best. That summer, his AC broke along with his oven. Again, instead of reporting this to his dad, the landlord who was responsible for these things, he begged me and my wife to pay for the fixes. This time around, I got an offer to move into an apartment complex literally only three miles away that was exclusively for artists. I was a full-time artist working in game development and doing some freelance photography and graphic design on the side. So this was a huge opportunity for me. Well, guess what? He started guilt tripping me and my wife about it, saying that if we moved away, he'd never see us again and that we were being unfair to Ethan. 
Three miles. That's all it was. He demands so much. So the most. The absolute most. Honestly, I guess he was right, but I'm getting ahead of myself. By this time, all of my friends had had enough of him. They figured he was fun enough to hang out with, but he started being a jerk to all of them too. Like for instance, storming out of multiple D&D games because he didn't like how they were going and not playing for months before coming back like nothing ever happened and then doing it all over again. No one but me and my wife would even talk to him after all that. So knowing what an opportunity moving into the artist collective would be, my friends had an intervention with me. They explained that I was being manipulated and instead of helping him and his son, I was being an enabler and that I needed to move and support my family. That might be true. Yeah. There's help and then there's a certain point where it's actually not helpful to help. I think it is good that the friends are sitting OP down and like bringing this to their attention. With much protest from Aaron, we have moved. However, I would still go for visits and my wife still occasionally babysits sat for Ethan. We also still paid him $500 a month. That was until I gave him a cookbook about cooking on a budget and he lost his mind. I told him that I really wasn't comfortable with him wasting all the money I gave him on junk food and that he should at least try to cook healthy for him and his son. At this point, Ethan was getting bullied for being overweight and his teachers had started saying things. I told Aaron that I wasn't going to enable him and that if he wanted my help, he was going to need to make these changes. That is like, like it's already hurting the kid. Big line cross there yeah. I think he was furious saying that I was acting just like his dad who had who had abused him his entire life and that he was going to do whatever he wanted with his money quote unquote and that if I stopped paying that I was abusing too my god dude this guy is such a manipulator yeah so bad he told me that if I was going to do that he would never speak to me again and that would be unfair to Ethan I straight up told him that was bull and that we can still be in each other's lives but at that point I felt I needed to remove money from the equation and he told me that I was making the decision to never see him again but that was enough I told him have a good life I mean finally OP is like I'm putting my foot down right which is good like that's like something that we needed to happen it did but there's more oh my god a few years later I got a phone call from him asking about helping him getting into his Minecraft account which I had gifted him what a thing what a thing thing after years of literally no contact just being like yo could you help me reset my password and oh I like, my god i wonder if this is the gateway gateway ask to a uh, bigger ask right but i couldn't help and i also got a message from ethan asking if we could see each other i didn't respond because i didn't want to risk being manipulated by his dad again i literally still get stress nightmares about him nearly a decade later i know that a lot of this was my fault for not setting boundaries but i didn't know that at the time i'm just trying to move on and the move I made best thing I've ever done the collective supported my indie game studio so we're doing good things including showcasing my work at the freaking Smithsonian wow that's so sick let's go OP and now I'm the property manager for the building and I also manage the community gallery seriously life-changing stuff thank you for reading wow I mean I think what we learned from this I, I would love to hear like do you think OP did anything wrong in this? Do you think OP was enabling? And also, when does helping someone who is not doing well turn into enabling? I think in this case, it seems like OP did the wrong thing in terms of helping for too long. The greatest intentions, of course. Greatest intentions, yeah. but helping for too long. And it was really good that OP finally decided, like, I this is not something that is okay for me to do anymore. 100%. 
hundred percent. It crossed the line here, but where does that line cross? Yeah, that is the big it's question. It's hard. It's hard to know. Very hard. And it also depends on like how long have you known this person? I think there's like um there's like this rule or th- this rule is like have you had more good days with them than bad? Which is like uh, uh, and you can put that on any time scale. And the longer that you've known that person, the more like they could have bad days with you. So like Christian, I've known since kindergarten. He could probably be an asshole the rest of his life and would still be he'd still have days left dude he's filled up his tank he's man. filled up his tank time to floor it on the asshole pedal if you ask me right so I, and I think it's but it's like you know someone who I just met or something like you only you only need to have maybe like a couple bad days we're like oh I don't know if this is a good thing yeah Um. and so I think it like what it seems like is there's probably a lot of maybe good days stored in the tank and maybe that's why OP was so willing to but who knows who knows but we would love to get your perspective if you have any thoughts on that and any stories around that we have a call line four four zero five zero eight six five six seven hit us with the stories we love you we love you so much see you on the next so one. much see ya this is an episode from deep within the archives time for okop rewind today i effed up by going on a second date with a girl way out of my league hey never go on second dates with girls way out of your league especially if you're flying across the country with them no, 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 no. I think I think girls who are very much in your league <laughs> because you are the prize. Yeah, I'm the prize. Yes, that's yeah, right. Did I update you on what she said? No, no. Okay, wait. So, so oh, no. Just, just a, a little recap. So, yeah. I, I uh, met this girl at the beach. We had a great date at the Getty. And then I'm like, yo, uh, we, we, we ha- like randomly bumped into this kid who was wearing a shirt that said biscuits and porn. And it, it, he was like, oh, it's a place in North Carolina. And I'm like, yo, I want to go to North Carolina to this girl. And we flew to North Carolina. I bought her the the, the ticket. She got the hotel. So, yeah. So e- even trade. But um, a big, but a big yeah, big, thing. Yeah, nonetheless. Freaking d- d- totally, totally random. Totally uh, yeah. not dealing with my breakup in weird ways. Um, <laughs> so... I, I text her just uh, so she she basically we were supposed to meet up last Thursday and she said she couldn't. And I'm like, and I just said, hey, just sent over the shared album, the North Carolina picks and no sweat rain check. Then I'm back from the farm Sunday night and leave for Orlando Thursday morning. So if you're free for date three in between then, let me know. Otherwise, let's pause and reconnect after the 18th when you're settled in your apartment and I'm back from London. Right. And there had been a prior discussion also about like, okay, if we can't get together, then maybe we'll yeah, just yeah. Like there had been a prior reconnect. discussion. Yeah, yeah, later, right, right. Bro, she responds a day later with a picture of a pack of gum and says, your next brand deal. <laughs> Wait, that's it? That's actually it. That's actually it. What the hell? Oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think it's over, man. Oh, I see. The problem is I don't. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the 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 safe assumption, but I'm also just like so confused. I'm so confused. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Ha- have we gotten the ec- the expert on the situation? Uh, I I have n- not not any direct intel yet. No. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think I think we like this is some this is way above our, our this is some some women's brain. Yeah, I, yeah, right I have here. no, I, I have no idea like, what's gum, going on. It's a brand sponsor. Thanks. What do I do with this? Nothing. Please. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. Anyway, let's get to wow. the story. Anyways, see that's see you guys listen to all the episodes because you never know, you never know, you never know when you're gonna get an update. That's right. So I recently moved to a new city for grad school and pretty quickly met this wonderful gal on one of the dating apps. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Poor Sam. Hey, this is triggering. <laughs> yeah. Stop talking about wonderful dates. That's right. 
We went on our first date two nights ago and it went really well. And she's super sweet and kind of way. Why, 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 why? Out of my league. There's Wait, a bunch of that, whys. That, that's, that's fairly out. Fairly out of the league. Seems like she's out of the league. Last night, we decided to hang out again. So we went out, got a few beers, had a few laughs, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, you know, you know? Uh, go out, go out to LA, have a few laughs. You the know? one is little thing, you know. What, what's that? What's the diehard quote? You know, the diehard quote uh, where it's like, hey, let, you know, let's have a few laughs. Is that diehard? Is that uh, is diehard? Diehard have. He goes, come out to the coast. We'll get together. We'll have a few laughs. That's when he's in the. Um, is that the first one? Yeah. Diehard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I need to see the other ones. I've seen, I have seen the first one. Die Hard One, Die Hard Two, pretty good. Those are the ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty enthralled actually. Die Hard One was amazing. Die Hard, Die Hard Two is is holds up too, and they are Christmas movies. <laughs> I watched it on Christmas with my parents. It was great. That's, I yeah. mean, that's that's a good that's a good adult Christmas movie. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. Actually, I want to show that to like my three year old. Yeah. <laughs> like this is Christmas. This and is great. This is that's Christmas their only frame of reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they just get like toy grenades and stuff. For, yeah, no, for, I, I'm also like not going to tell my kids what Santa is. It's just yeah. going to be diehard references Literally. and like bazookas. Yeah. We, we just have a dinner, watch diehard. That is the Christmas <laughs> celebration. We were walking on the sidewalk and I cannot take my eyes off of her. I'm pretty extremely distracted. And so I'm not exactly looking where I'm going. Nice. So distracted, distracted by the pretty girls, you know, Hey, it's uh, something, something to stick his eyeballs on. So distracted, in fact, I stepped directly off of a very tall curb into a pothole. Oh, no. Not a good move. Dude, tripping up. <laughs> My boy is getting tongue twisted and leg blisted. That's right. It's not looking good. And at that moment, I glanced out on my right foot and noticed how odd it looked. Oh, no. Hmm. That's, not, that's not what you want to notice. So your peculiar. Right <gasps> I couldn't quite place what was wrong with it until I realized that my right foot was now perpendicular to my left. Yikes, dude. <laughs> my foot did a backflip. Oh. <laughs> to, <laughs> to the left now, y'all. Oh. <laughs> one hop this time. Because <laughs> that's all he's doing. He's just that's hopping all, around he's just now. Hopping. Hop everywhere this time because you can't walk because you can't hey. walk. Bam, bam. Not to be deterred from enjoying the rest of our date. I quickly grabbed my foot and snapped it back oh. forward. Yo, hey, Good yo, gravy. what you doing, bro? Man, man wants this date to go so well. He's willing to snap back Duh. broken bones and rolled ankles he's, to make it go well. He's just ready to lose a foot for this woman. He's committed. He's risking it all. I tried to walk it off. I promptly made it three steps before she caught me and sat me down. I assured her, oh, no, Dude, everything's it's fine. It's totally all, okay, man. I just, you know, my, my foot was just backwards. I just put it forwards. It's, it's, uh, it's cool. always been like it's that. Okay. It's like yeah, twisted yeah. around the other it, way. It, it's a party trick, babe. Yeah. It's, it's totally cool. You know how people like pop their shoulders out? I just yeah. pop my ankle out. I just, it's called owl foot. Like, don't worry about it. But she was having none of it. Thankfully, I could have hurt myself way more than I already did. Yo, shout out to the date. Dude. I mean, I would hope any reasonable human is like, like, no, okay? we are walking to get this ice cream. March. <laughs> get to step in. In fact, I don't want to walk anymore. Carry, Carry me. me. <laughs> Carry me to the ice cream. You peasant. You I like ugly that peasant. ballerina, like arms yeah. up. I made a call to my roommate. A call to my roommate and a trip to the ER later. I'm sitting in the waiting room at about 1 a.m. with an ankle the size of a cantaloupe. Yikes. Yikes. The girl at this point was entirely justified in leaving and cutting her losses. 
I'm just a random dude yeah. she met on Bumble 48 hours ago. Low key, like true. Like she, no, no obligation. Like she, I'm, she like left, right? She definitely left. I think, oh, actually we're maybe not. Oh. To the contrary, however, she stayed. No way. <laughs> All freaking night long. This one's a keeper, OP. This, this one's a keeper. Bruh, bruh he, He's he's saying out of league. She's staying the whole night. Yeah, this is this is it for you. Lock it down. Propose on your good leg <laughs> right now. <laughs> Will you? Oh, oh marry, marry me! me. <laughs> Screaming through the pain. He has like one of the. He's like biting onto a stick. Yeah. Through two hours in the waiting room, multiple X-rays, setting my ankle, a CT scan, a cast, and more. From one to seven a.m. I had more fun than I thought possible I ever could in an emergency room. Wow. This is a great date. This Dude, is like a true test. This is incredible. We cracked jokes. We laughed at the sheer effing stupidity of this whole night. And we made bets on whether it was broken or sprained. And we called my mom. I really should have been in pain, but I hardly felt a thing. Wow. This wow. is too cute. This, dude. Is, this, this is, is very adorable. Cute. This is not how Reddit dates usually go. Oh, <laughs> we thought this was going to take her turn. Yeah, we thought it was going to go way downhill. <laughs> she, she she saw I broke my foot. Then she kicked it just to make sure it was broken. <laughs> For the audacity of breaking my leg on her date. How dare you? Oh, God. At 7 a.m., we finally made it back to my apartment. And instead of leaving, she stuck around even longer. And we took a much-needed nap. Cuddle sesh. And she went and got food for us. And she got medicine for me while we watched the boys. And she even helped me shower and caught me when I almost fell. Bro, marry her right now. What are you, Dude, what are you waiting for? Well, stop writing this story and <laughs> freaking write your vows, bro. Close the laptop right now. <sighs> Turned out I broke my ankle in two different ways. and Yo. <laughs> two different ways. This is a lot. And I got to enjoy surgery next week as they put some titanium screws and plates in place. Coincidentally, my graduate school also starts next week. Not sure how I'm going to manage, especially since I can no longer even drive. No basketball for me for a long time either, which also really sucks. But I'm managing to stay in good spirits overall. I got to meet an absolutely incredible lady, go on by far the most interesting second date of my life, and now have a phenomenal story for how we met. And maybe, if I'm lucky, the nightingale effect will take hold. What's the nightingale effect? I have no idea. What's the nightingale effect? <laughs> the Florence nightingale effect is a trope where a caregiver falls in love with their patient. Ah... That's a good reference, dude. That's, that's a great reference. That's a great reference. I hope so too, OP. I, I hope so too. I think empty your savings and buy a ring right now. Dude, it's 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 going well. It's yeah. going well for OP. And OP said it himself, he's ugly. <laughs> he's this girl at way least way out below of his, his league. league. Yeah. So, you know, at a minimum. He's butt ugly. But probably ugly as frick frack. So lock it in. Lock it in. Lock it in. Oh, God, I'm in pain! Oh, no, doctor, is there anything we can do to save our boy, John? He needs five cc's of Spotify review stars, stat! There's only one way we can do that. You, listening right now, go to OKOP's profile page, click about, then rate it five stars. We're losing him! 
I'm so sorry your podcasters are dead. But now, now we're, we're ghosts. ghosts. Rate us five stars or we'll haunt you forever. Do it.